Welcome to Adventures of a 20-something podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of navigating life in your 20s. This is a podcast for all the other self-discoverers, all the other people in the pursuit of purpose, all the other 20-somethings not sure what the heck they want to do with their life. So let's figure it out together with your host, a 23-year-old in a continual transition state of life herself, Ariana Sweetnich. Hey everyone, our special guest today is Wesley Longsworth, another fellow Santa Clara Bronco alum. Listen in to hear as we talk about music, work-life balance, and lifelong learning. And now, here's Wesley. Hi everyone, I'm here with my friend Wes. Wes, can you just tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Wesley. I'm originally from Houston. I moved out to California for school. Um, and then up to San Francisco when I started working. Cool. And what do you do for work? Uh, I work in marketing analytics and marketing strategy at a tech company called Elastic. Mm. Uh, yeah, down in Mountain View. And do you enjoy what you do? Uh, I do. I do because uh, it's a small team. It's basically just me and one other person. Um, and I get the creative freedom to kind of just go down any rabbit hole. Nice. I think sounds interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And how do you like the Bay Area, San Francisco in particular, compared to living in Texas? Uh, I really like it. Um, one thing that I really wanted when I was trying to find a place to go to school was to experience like a bigger city atmosphere. And Santa Clara isn't exactly that big city, but once I graduated, I really looked for an opportunity to uh, move into that environment. Um, so San Francisco has been awesome. Um, that being said, there aren't certain things that aren't so great, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's it's been awesome. What's uh, your number one pet peeve about the city? Um, it can smell sometimes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's part of the, 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 I don't know, the attitude or the ambiance of San Francisco. Sure, yeah, yeah. definitely a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what do you think has been really a learning lesson for yourself that has occurred in your 20s? What has made you grown as a person so far? Um, I think being out in California and so far away from my family, I've had to figure out a lot of things like on my own, like how to pay rent, how to do taxes, or how to an adult. <laughs> cook things with, without burning them. Um, so really, I think it's just across the board, um, absorbing all of the responsibilities that you don't really think about when you're younger like you're in high school and you don't realize that your parents are like doing all this stuff behind the scenes for you to just live your normal life mm-hmm. um but now it's 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 revealing and it makes you appreciative of everything they've done for you mm-hmm. really yeah do you have a passion outside of what you do for your job um well i play music a lot we're cool. surrounded by a zillion guitars and yes. stuff um but i studied music in school as well and there's a time when you know i thought i was going to go down that route in terms of a professional career, but uh, ultimately I made a, a, a decision and I think this was kind of forward looking that I wanted the ability to really um, support a family. And not to say you can't do that in the music industry, I just think it's a lot harder. Especially in the Bay Area. Exactly. <laughs> um, so for those, those reasons, I keep music as a hobby. And also when you, when you study a thing like music, you kind of it changes your ability to, to appreciate that. And mm-hmm. I didn't want studying music to get in the way of me enjoying music. 
Um, Rather than turning it into work. Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. Now it's just something that you can turn to, you know, when you're stressed or bored or feeling creative, whatever it might be. When do you find yourself most needing to self-express through music? Um, You know, I there are times when like you've, I don't know, any given like really emotional time, like you you break up with someone or you get a good job. In those moments, you aren't, or me personally, I don't think, oh, I want to go write a song about this. Um, But later on, I find that like I might be playing something that is somehow or another motivated by those feelings that I had in the past. Um, So it's usually just kind of happens. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that music and writing or singing or you play guitar and you sing, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Do you think that helps you process things that you've gone through, learn more about yourself? What is it that you really get out of it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Most of the the music that I play or like write or what have you doesn't really have words so when you think of like processing things emotionally you're like thinking about what happened and thinking with words in your head um, or out loud Um, but when I find myself playing music I don't think I need to put words on this and I don't know in that sense it's just like a a purely emotional journey Mm -hmm. whatever happens happens sometimes it's a sad one and you Mm -hmm. learn new things about sad feelings you had and sometimes it's a the feeling of resolution like through the music you come to a literal resolution Mm -hmm. that has some kind of resolving effect or closure effect on whatever it might be that's so interesting yeah um because i am learning more about how emotions are stored in the body Mm -hmm. um do you feel like sometimes your like emotional blockages are cleared through music oh yeah definitely because i'll be I'll be, I don't know, I'll be playing something and then I'll think about what it should sound like next and then you play it and it's just like something entirely new that you have never heard and then just by virtue of, like music is a physical act, like you actually feel the instrument and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel different, like it, yeah. it, it's, it could be good, could be bad, most of the time it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's, it's taught me things about myself just accidentally. Yeah. better yeah that's awesome yeah I, I I think music is so powerful and it's just it can help you feel more deeply into the emotions that you're already feeling mm-hmm. it can help your mood change if you want to feel better or mm-hmm. feel more sad or <laughs> yeah but I think that that's really important that we don't always talk about is to feel our emotions and mm-hmm. lean into them mm-hmm. and see like why they're there and see what they're trying to tell us yeah definitely Cool. What do you, you plan to do with music? Do you always want it to be a hobby or do you think like eventually um, you may want to go back to it professionally? You know, I've always messed, messed around with the idea of dropping into whatever open mic was at the nearest bar and playing some songs, but I would want to play something that I'd written just because that's the only thing I feel like would be worth me going and investing the time. Um, so I, I think at the end of the day, nothing crazy. I don't anticipate a a, a hot single coming out anytime soon. <laughs> Not um, my career. Yeah, it's I'm kind of more of the 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 closet musician, mm-hmm. just in his room playing along. Cool. You know? yeah. Ladies must dig that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. The reason he picked up guitar, he says, because he was up walking around campus and there's some guy playing guitar and all the girls just stopped and talked to him. He's like. Mm. 
I want to be that guy. Wow. I'm not saying that's the reason I picked up a guitar. Mm-hmm. It's just a good story <laughs> about and guitar. And why did you pick up the guitar? Um, I don't know. I think I was... There were always people around me who played the guitar really well. And I would see it and just think, wow, that is amazing. And it sounds incredible. And just like the story they're telling with the song and whatnot. And I think for that reason, I started playing guitar in what, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of self-teaching. I never took any lessons or anything. Um, just like looking up tabs or YouTube videos, how to play XYZ song mm-hmm. tutorial. Um, and from there, I think my learning became a little bit more mature. Like I just got this uh, Spanish guitar. And with Spanish guitar, it's a lot more technical with how you play, how you understand the music. And for that reason, I've had to get like really mechanical with how I play, how I practice and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, it gives you the ability to be more creative and more expressive and just be in one moment with the, with the guitar and let it take you to the next on its own. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and music, like when you're making music and playing music, it lights up a different part of your brain than when you're, you know, like using your left side of your brain. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that helps you be more creative when it comes to work and professional life? I think so. Um, there are a few people I work with who are um, both very technically skilled and very musically talented. Um, one of my old bosses in a previous job, she was this, she was basically in charge of like all of the, the software that the sales organization used. And the way she just made it all fit together was beautiful. And the way she describes it is like an orchestra. Oh, cool. Every, every piece has its part and comes in and out of play when the time is right. So I think being able to like understand how music works and like voicing works and how things are in harmony or disharmony, um, there is some like metaphorical association to the real world mm-hmm. um, that can help you in I don't know, creative problem solving or I don't yeah, know whatever a, it might be. That's such a nice image. Yeah. to the, the orchestra. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really really Looking cool when she said that. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Do you feel like she was one of your mentors? Like, did you have any mentors so far in your career? Yeah, so I met her through an internship when I was in school um, at Santa Clara. And um, it was nice because that was being on her team and a few other mentors on the team as well. It was the first time that I was in a work environment where my managers were extremely dedicated to my personal development because they were, the company wasn't that big at the time, it was around 400 people. Um, and they were very aware that I was a kid in college who was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and in a sense, this company was in college. Like it's a little bit further along, but it's still growing. Um, so they were very conscious of the fact that I was making these choices between this company or the other. Um, and it just so happened that I chose not to stay with them immediately out of school, um, partially on their recommendation. Um, but now I'm back. So I got them. (laughs) All right, a little bit off topic here, but what's something that people wouldn't know about you just by looking at you? Wow, that's a pretty big question. Um, (laughs) We like to throw the thought provokers out there. I don't know. I I think, I'm not sure whether you know this or can perceive this or not, but something I really enjoy is to constantly be learning new things. Um, In my previous job when I first started my career I was in consulting and 
I didn't have a lot of free time. And um, for that reason, I wasn't able to just, I don't know, I wasn't able to learn things, which mm -hmm. is not how I understood it, but I wasn't able to read a lot. I wasn't able to play a lot of music and do a lot of the things and explore a lot of the hobbies that, that I come to learn I had enjoyed. Um, but since, you know, making the choice to enter a new career path, um, I've been able to return to just like learning about new things. One thing I hated growing up was history. Mm. I just thought, why do we spend so much time thinking about the past? And like, what's <laughs> happened? This is useless. It's just boring. Just memorizing names, facts, whatever. Now, I just can't get enough of it. Mm. Like, just exploring, especially like the untold histories, because we, we're not going to get into this, <laughs> but there's a certain image of American history that's presented to us throughout school. Um, but there's tons of other perceptions of how America came to be what it is today mm -hmm. um, that aren't taught in school. A lot of stuff um, swept under the yeah, rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a sense, I've been going back to school and trying to learn about a lot of new things. But yeah, lifelong learner, I guess, cool. is, is my hidden fact. <laughs> and when do you think that, that switch from, oh, history is boring, past stuff, mm -hmm. to history is amazing, we can learn so much about yeah. the human race? Yeah. When was that shift made? Um... Probably when things started to like heat up politically, mm. you know, and I'm like a young adult who now has like an active voice in like the decision of some of these political races. Um, and I feel like I need to be informed. Um, and one way to be informed about what's happening today is understand how we got here um, from multiple perspectives, not just what we're shown um, popularly. Um, so I think kind of as I and figuring out who I am as an adult. Um, part of that exploration is just understanding the past and forming an opinion um, to inform my opinion of events today. Mm. Um, so I guess to answer your question, mm -hmm. when I moved to San Francisco, well, <laughs> this is the start of my career. Yeah, when you yeah. stopped. When I graduated, entered the real world. When you yeah. started learning for fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah I guess there's a positives to <laughs> mm -hmm. some political disruption yeah yeah <laughs> wanting to get more involved yeah absolutely specifically um so what do you think has shaped you the most uh <laughs> as a person? well is I, it a person an experience a hardship i'm not sure i think just it's going to be very cliche just to say my upbringing mm -hmm. influenced me the most. Back in Texas, I mean, I lived in a very typical household, mm -hmm. you'd say. I lived in the suburbs um, outside of Houston um, with two older sisters. And uh, my whole family, they all went to the same school. And, you know, I think there was a, a, a mold mm -hmm. that um, it wasn't necessarily that I w it was expected that I fit them all but it was just this is what people do mm -hmm. you know um, and I wanted to do something different I cool. wanted to see new things learn new things um, so one of the biggest ways that I could do that was picking where I went to school so mm -hmm. I was like pretty much east coast or west coast and nowhere in the middle <laughs> um, so I guess that I guess the product of my upbringing is just wanting to see new things and explore new views new cultures or ideas what have you um, I guess that's manifested itself into this like lifelong learner thing that we've been talking about cool yeah. cool and do you think actively about your future like have you made like a five-year plan or do you go day by yeah. day and kind of see how things plan out 
Well, I used to have a lot of anxiety about my future. Okay. Um, <laughs> when things weren't so clear, when I say things, I just mean, I guess, like career options. Something that's always at the forefront of my mind is my career. Like, am I setting myself up um, to do well in the next two, five, ten years? Um, and I'm not so much fixating on anything beyond two years. Um, I think if you do, it's a little bit out of your control. Um, so I just try to focus on like the task in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as long as whatever those tasks are um, kind of align with the ultimate end goal, then I don't have to think about it. So um, what's your two-year plan? Um, I'll probably still be in San Francisco. Um, I'd like to be at the same company, uh, in the same job, um, just in a more managerial role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think as I kind of shift into that that role, I'd like to serve as the same kind of mentor um, that I experienced at this company when I was a college student. Um, and even as just like an analyst mm-hmm. at one of the lowest levels, we've I've started some like collaborative projects with like university students because mm-hmm. I mean we don't do any like on-campus recruiting so there's that element mm-hmm. um, but there's there's also the element of just pure mentorship because you meet these kids and a lot of them just have no idea what they want to do which is totally fine mm-hmm. um, but often and as was the case for myself there weren't many people just to talk about this kind of stuff right. until I actually got the internship on my own and just fell into this awesome relationship with my mentor. Um, cool, so you wanna give back in that place where it seems like yeah, it was kind yeah. of lacking for you. Yeah. Cool, that's yeah. really awesome. Do you feel like you have a pretty good balance between like work, life, social? Yeah, um, I think I do now. Um, I don't think I used to. Um, again, I used to work in consulting and the hours weren't ideal and another element that kind of contributed to my inability to perceive, I think, that I had a good work-life balance was that I wasn't doing what I enjoyed, or maybe I just wasn't enjoying what I was doing. Mm. Um, And I didn't have a concrete path um, to do what I wanted to do. Um, And that was part of the reason that I wanted to change jobs, um, because I knew what I wanted to do. And fortunately, I knew someone who could help me get to a place where I could do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since I've made that transition, you know, there's the old adage, it's like, if you if you love what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. I totally mm-hmm. botched that. But no, I think it, that it's, right. it's really true. Because um, at the end of the day, every day I feel like I'm just solving a new puzzle. Um, and I like puzzles, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so it works well, out. Well, that's so important because we spend most of our adult life working and if Mm -hmm. you don't love what you're doing then Mm -hmm. you're wasting most of your life yeah and a big part of it is the people as well Mm -hmm. um i think one issue i ran into was that um in my older or my last work environment the people i won't say they weren't as friendly but maybe they weren't as genuine Mm -hmm. um and at my new company there's a really big emphasis on like bringing your your true self to work they have this we have this uh this slogan it's everyone has an accent and it's just kind of a, a tribute to everyone's unique personality um, awesome. and what they bring to the table. Um, so it's something I've really appreciated. Very cool. Yeah. And do you think you've learned more about who you are as a person through that motto and that work culture? Yeah, yeah, I think I have. Um, you know, when you don't have to 
worry or think as much about stepping on other people's toes or what have you. You um, free yourself to just, I don't know, explore interests that previously you couldn't, you know, um, or ideas you couldn't, or voice opinions that you used to not be able to. Um, you become more comfortable having challenging conversations. Um, and by virtue of that, I think you grow as a person. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if that answered your question. No, it does. Yeah, okay. definitely. Cool. Good. Um, what do you think would define a successful 20-something decade for, for yourself? Um, I'd like to pay off some student loans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, aside from that, you know, I'm not sure. I'd say be happy, but I can't really define that any further <laughs> than be happy. And do you think happiness comes from what you're doing or your how you view the world? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, another piece is how you like perceive the world. Like it might be that today I have a lot of anxiety about my career because I don't know I'm not doing something, but maybe it's that that option is there. I'm just not recognizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps one one element of being happy is just I don't know seeing things for what they are and being okay with what's in your control in, in your control and what's not um i think that's something that i learned to do also when i kind of started becoming an adult <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's really important yeah and what do you have like a personal like motto or something <laughs> that you always follow that's helped you um, throughout difficult periods you know i don't but I feel like I should. <laughs> All right, there you go. Something to think about. Yeah, I'll, I'll start looking for one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just such a quote person, so yeah. I'm always like, yeah. I have three quotes in the okay. back of my mind. Okay, what, like, what, what are your quotes? Um, right now, for 2019, okay. I'm focusing on quality over quantity. Okay. Um, allowing the, like getting out of my own way and letting mm-hmm. the universe Mm-hmm. Um, do as it may and that mm-hmm. relieves like a lot of anxiety I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly what yeah, the quote was yeah. um, you can then, paraphrase it's okay. yeah. <laughs> and then living from a place of love rather than a place mm-hmm. of fear Cool. because I think everything stems from either love or fear yeah. when yeah. you get really down to the core yeah. of it cool, yeah. Very good. wow those are great quotes now my, <laughs> my lack of quote is just pathetic no, no, it's great, it's a clean slate you have yeah. the opportunity to yeah. search for the one that speaks to you the most cool, cool, well I'll start looking cool, alright, so one more question for you okay. what would you tell 19 year old about to turn 20 Wesley, knowing what you know now like what advice would you give him um, for the 20s decade I'd say just enjoy the moment because mm-hmm. when I was in college I kept thinking like wow I can't believe these are my golden years like when everyone is 50 and they look back they think about like college and their 20s and like these are this is a prime of your life um, so I would even tell myself yesterday today tomorrow and just enjoy it maybe that's my my quote just enjoy it yeah be, like, be like here more now. casual Nike you know yeah <laughs> awesome just enjoy it yeah cool yeah. well thank you so much for joining us and Uh, opening up about who you are and what makes you tick. Yeah, thanks for having me. A big thank you to Wesley for joining us today on Adventures of a 20-something. Thank you to all the listeners as well. If you liked this episode, you can rate it and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you're using. Keep listening in for more fun with some 20-somethings to come. 
Thank you.